In this episode of Women Taking the Lead with Jody Flynn, I'm talking with Dr. Sarah E. Brown on access to coaching when it's not available through your company. The thing that distinguished those that were getting out of the rut and those that weren't was whether or not they had coaches. And so I got fascinated with what is going on in this coaching process? And is there a way that I can bring the power of coaching to more individuals, particularly women who who cannot afford or think they cannot afford to hire an executive coach? Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead. I am Jody Flynn, and today I am with Dr. Sarah E. Brown, who is an author, speaker, coach, trainer, and host of the KTS Success Factor podcast. Her books include the best-selling Let Your Personality Be Your Career Guide and The Road to Success, the latter book co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame. She's also developed a completely personalized book series based on the reader's unique personality entitled The Book of You, which helps individuals be happy, successful, and better understood in a variety of pursuits. Following a successful career in corporate America, most recently as managing director with Accenture, Sarah retired early to speak, coach, and train individuals, mostly women, to pursue and more importantly, complete big projects and life goals by drawing on their unique gifts and following proven success principles. Sarah, I really love that you focus on the individual and their uniqueness to bring forth what they want to accomplish and how to accomplish. And like everyone before, they know that this is just a 10,000 foot view of what you're doing in the world. So if you could share with us a little bit bit more about you and what's going on in your world. Well, what I also have in my background is 30 years of corporate experience where I was in some really good jobs and some really bad jobs. And they weren't really bad jobs. They just were not right for me. And in a lot of those jobs, I was often the first female to to hold a lot of those jobs. So I know a lot about uh, what it feels like to be um, to be in the wrong role. Um, I know what it feels like when you're in the right role, when you're using all of your interests and your strengths and you're being supported the way you need to be supported. So I guess experientially, I've got 30 years of experience to back up what I'm talking about right now. Yeah, absolutely. And what is often true for coaches is, you know, like your mess becomes your mastery, you know, the whole like Mm. whatever hardship you had in your life, what you learn to overcome and the insights you gained are often the gifts that Mm. you're giving back to those who are coming after you. So it's no surprise. And I love this um, focus on they weren't bad jobs. They just were not the jobs that utilized my strengths 
nor, you know, was I always getting the support that I needed. And we're going to talk a bit about that today. There is a solution for to that quandary when you're just, maybe the job is right. You love the job and you're working, but maybe you need more support. Um, but I would first like to ask you, what have you seen that has shaped the work that you've been doing with your clients. Now you have your your past and your history, but the work we do often evolves based on the interactions we have with our clients. So tell tell me and the audience a little bit more about that. Well, it actually goes back to the last five years that I was in corporate America. I kept observing a lot of individuals, mostly women, mostly women in mid-career professional roles who were very, very unhappy in their jobs. But when I would ask them what they wanted, they couldn't answer the question. And I realized that if you don't know what you want, you're unlikely to get it. But I also observed something else. And I observed that there were individuals, again, mostly women in in this category, who were getting out of the rut. And the thing that distinguished those that were getting out of the rut and those that weren't was whether or not they had coaches. And so I got fascinated with what is going on in this coaching process. And is there a way that I can bring the power of coaching to more individuals, particularly women who who cannot afford or think they cannot afford to hire an executive coach? And that became my life work was to bring the power of what I was observing in that coaching process to any individual who wanted it. And I think, you know, that can be the quandary for a lot of coaches. On the one hand, we need to make a living. You know, we can't survive and do this for free, even though it's a passion and we do it wholeheartedly and we love the work that we do. We have to make enough money to keep our businesses afloat and be able to retire someday. But then also there is that heartbreaking experience of not every individual can afford to pay you the price for your coaching. And you've kind of managed to figure out a way to solve this problem. So what did you come up with? What I came up with is something that I call self-coaching. And to, to give you a little bit of background about how I came up with that, in the I have 15 years when I was working with Accenture, working in the talent management space. I was working with clients on very big, scalable talent management solutions, often in the training and development area. And I realized that I brought to bear some mechanisms by which I think about these processes that I could use to scale them. And so what I am calling this is the process of self-coaching. And the interesting thing about self-coaching is you cannot do it alone. You have to do it with an individual. But what makes it self-coaching is, is you are taking the responsibility as the coachee for driving the process. You hand the question and the process to an individual who knows and cares about you, but may not be specifically trained to, to actually take you through a process. So you take responsibility for the process, but you do it in the presence of another human being who knows and cares about you. There's a very interesting story about Abraham Lincoln when he was working on the Emancipation Proclamation. 
he called a colleague of his from Springfield by the name of Leonard Swit. And he worked through with Leonard Swit all of the pros and cons of what he was contemplating, what to include, what not to include. He went up and down the, the scenario of this. And at the end of several hours of this dialogue, Leonard Swit left the, left the cabinet room where he was. And Abraham Lincoln said, thank you very much. I have my answer. And Leonard Swit walked out the door and said, I never uttered a single word. <laughs> there is something that is very powerful about working all of this out audibly in the presence of another human being. So it can't be done alone, but you can drive the process the same way Lincoln drove the process with Leonard Swit. So many questions. Okay. Let's start off with when we're talking about self-coaching, what is, what is it that you mean by that? I think I have an idea, but I want to make sure the audience is clear on this as well. Well, what I am doing, the goal of this process is for you to get very clear about what makes you unique. What, is, what are your interests or passions? What are your strengths? What is it that you need to stay out of stress so that you can follow your passions and use your strengths. Once you know what makes you unique, how do you turn that into goals, career goals, work goals, job improvement goals that are unique to you and your unique personality? And then how do you craft the steps to go after those goals and be supported along the way? So that's what I mean by the process. That's the goals of the yes. process. And the individual is following very specific steps to help you do that, but doing it in a way that is unique to who you are. So it sounds like you provide a process where they'll know exactly how to go about it so that they get those insights, but then be able to take those insights and put them into action and complete the process. Because that's important with the process. You can't just start it. You have to complete it. There has Correct. to be a circle. Correct. And, and if there isn't accountability, and that accountability most often has to be to another human being. Most people will just let it slide. They won't accomplish, they, they won't take the needed action to actually accomplish the goal. Mm -hmm. And in terms of, so say I was an individual, I, I work for a good company, I love my job, but the company just doesn't have the budget to provide coaching and there aren't mentors within the organization that I connect with, you know, so can get that mentorship going. And I'm interested in self-coaching and I've heard of your process, but now comes the time to select the accountability partner. What are your recommendations for choosing that accountability partner? Well, there are a couple of things that I recommend, but the first thing is, is that you look at who you are uniquely and how you need to be talked to, to feel supported. And then you look at somebody who naturally goes about interacting with others that way. So that's one of the things that we work through in the process is how do you actually choose a coach? And you choose a coach based on your unique needs and you find somebody whose strengths actually line, line up with those needs. So, th so that's one thing um, that you do. The second thing is, is it's very helpful, I found, if you are mutually supporting each other. So if someone is working, um, if, if you can be a coach to somebody else at the same time they are being a coach to you, then you're not asking more of an individual than you're giving in return. 
And then the third thing is, is to get very clear about the difference between coaching and mentoring. Mm. Mentoring is when somebody, it's called share to spare. They share something of their experience in order to spare you from making the mistake. They're essentially giving you advice. Mm -hmm. Coaching is more about getting in touch with what's going on with you and helping you get clear about what it is that you need to do. If you can separate the coaching aspect from the mentoring aspect, then you can take very efficient advantage of the people in your organization that you need as mentors by asking them very specific questions about their experience. So the time is you can make more efficient use of the time of potential mentors, and you can get the coaching aspect of that relationship from a peer. That's a great distinction because it really um, clarifies that a great mentor may not always make a great coach. They have great wisdom to share and life experience and, you know, they want you to learn from their mistakes and their wins, but they're not necessarily trained in a process that helps you get in touch with what's going on within you. Correct. That's wonderful. Okay. So I also heard in what you said, like an accountability partner could be potentially, you know, is not limited to a friend, a colleague that works for another company, you know, somebody you met in a previous job, that sort of thing. Really the key is to identify the person who suits you to go through this process together. And it's, and I also will concur. I think it's very beneficial that if you can find someone who's also interested in Mm -hmm. the self-coaching process, because that makes the accountability a little bit easier. It's hard to be self-motivated if the person who's supposed to be your accountability partner is just waiting for you to take all the action and isn't checking in with you as well. Correct. What are some of the tips you give somebody to help them stay motivated? Because that that is really key. It's not just starting. It's like really sticking with it. That's when you get the really big returns on investment. Well, the first thing is to craft goals that are unique to you. If you're crafting goals that are in line with your unique interests and your unique strengths and you're getting your needs met, you don't have to worry about motivation. You're already, you're already passionate. You're all in. (laughs) You're all in because this is who you are. You know, this is just bringing forth um, and expressing who, who you already are. So, so that's one thing. Um, The second thing is, is that where accountability and coaches often come into play is when you encounter an obstacle. And so finding a way around that obstacle, when you have support, when you know you are not alone, you're less likely to give up. You're you're less likely to get stopped because you are not alone and somebody is keeping you focused on the thing that got you motivated to begin this thing to begin with. Oh my goodness. And Sarah, how how does someone get access to your process? Because I'm curious about how it's delivered. Are you delivering it through a group program? Are you selling it to organizations or is the individual purchasing it from you directly? Um, I am doing it several ways. 
Um, one way that an individual can get started with this is through uh, purchasing a book that I call the Book of You. And the Book of You is a completely online, a completely personalized book based upon the instrument that I use in my uh, training programs called the Berkman instrument, the Berkman method uh, instrument, which is like Myers-Briggs on steroids. Okay. Uh, uh, and it, it helps an individual get very clear about her, his or her unique interests, strengths, and needs. And then I embed a process called the Know Thyself process in the book that you can work with another individual to then begin to translate that. And you can do it in various situations, improving a job, improving a relationship, finding a job that's right for you. So that's one way, bookofyou.com. That's pretty easy to remember, bookofyou.com. But I also run uh, group training programs um, that have the book of you embedded in it. And we, we take the coaching process to the next level and actually um, uh, work on some of the uh, more advanced tools that an individual can take accountability for handing to an individual to, to be his or her support process. And you can find out more about that um, by going to sarahebrown.com and signing up or um, you can actually text KTS to 833-230-2802. I then can give you an extract from a book, which explains all of my processes. And then I will let you know when I'm running monthly webinar programs to explain the process. And I do this every month. I run a program to explain how the process works. Um, and they're free. They're, they're free webinars that you can come on to, to learn more about how the total process works. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that, that you have a, a model that it's very inclusive. If someone is a do-it-yourself person, I just want to go through it and get it done. They can buy the book and they have everything they need. Then you have a group program that can guide somebody through. And I know for me, I know there are some things I need that another external accountability, not just the accountability partner I'm going to find, but I need that accountability to make sure I'm up and running and I know what the process is. But also if someone's not ready yet, wants to get more information, they can definitely sign up for your webinar and get their questions answered and get more information so that they can go from there. That is fantastic. Sarah, is there anything, any question I did not ask you that you are feeling needs to be answered before I, I let you get away from me. You know, I, I think you did a really nice job of pulling out of me what self-coaching is and what my work is all about. So I can't think of a question that you didn't ask. Sarah, thank you so much. That is very gratifying to my ego. I feel great about that. But for the people who are listening right now and want to find out more about you, I, you gave us some links. And for those who, mm-hmm. who are listening, that those are going to be in the show notes. But what's the best way for someone to connect with you and start following you in the work that you're doing. You, um, you are welcome to send me an email directly at sarah at bookofyou.com. Um, or you can go to bookofyou.com and sign up for my mailing list and you will, you will see what, what I'm doing on a monthly basis and actually uh, get interest, get access to tips and my podcast. 
Excellent. Yes. And you have a fantastic podcast. So for those of you listening, also check out the KTS Success Factor podcast. And for those of you who I know are on the run, on the go, and didn't have a time to get all those links, again, they will be on the show notes page that accompanies this website. And you can find that at womentakingthelead.com forward slash Sarah dash Brown. So it'll be S-A-R-A-H dash dash, sorry, B-R-O-W-N. And Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Thank you, Jody. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.